if you could just make sure you're talking in a this way direction, if you could put that. You know what? Can I just put this down yeah. here near the dogs? In a, the, the, if the, the dogs start moving around, this might be an issue. But give me another mic check there. Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. All right, just talk in the direction of the mic. Mic check, mic okay. check, mic check, mic check. Um, okay, so here we go. Frank Reviews, Father Daughter Podcast. Uh, we're in the middle of a mutant run. Um, uh, kind of happened by accident, but oh well. You said just before I hit recording, Dad, um, that you don't remember what movie we watched this week. No, I mean, I remember the movie, but I mean, uh, I... Oh, the dog oh. is now sniffing the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in Dog Kennel Studios, all kids. The, yes, all the, um, uh, the movies, they, they, well, they always blend together, but... I get it. I, I know it was the young, the younger group... It's uh, uh, X Men. This one, this week we watched X Men First Class. Yes, yes. and uh, um, in uh, which a younger generation of actors takes over the uh, yes. the roles, and they were all really cool. Uh, this is the one where um, uh, Foot Guy turns into the blue guy, right? Foot Guy, the guy with the <laughs> turns into the blue guy, right? Beast. Beast, Beast. We meet Hank McCoy, and he is a normal looking human dude with big crazy monkey feet um he's got hands he wears, his feet he wears is, yeah very large shoes which to is disgusting and then later on in the movie he tries to uh quote-unquote cure his mutant c which as we've said before is like an ongoing theme in these yes. movies um and uh, in doing so he advances his evolution uh 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 you know uh, Godzilla style, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, be- becomes a big blue furry dude. Yeah. Big, and my... He looks kind of like oh a... Oh, my God. Sort of like a cat or a... Uh, I don't know. Cat. Oh, my God. Cat. Okay. So, this this requires a little bit of backstory. So, Hank McCoy, Beast, is uh, one of the first original X-Men from, like, the, the 60s when the comic book first happened. So, if I'm remembering correctly, the original X-Men were... Cyclops, uh, dude with the laser eyes yeah. that you've met. Jean Grey, the redhead psychic woman. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Beast, uh, Hank McCoy. Iceman, who uh, is one of the younger dudes in the original uh, movies that we've seen so yeah. far with the ice powers. And then Angel, dude with big giant angel wings. Can't imagine where he got his name from. Um, you haven't met him yet in the movies, and I don't think we will meet him who, in the movies we're watching. So, who was the girl that had the dragonfly wings? The drag? Oh, that's a great question because now we're entering into X Men. I don't and know. You're saying a guy has the angel wings, and but it was a girl. So, before. so the guy was named. Hang on, X Men First Class, Soft IMDb. How is Jennifer Lawrence third build on this thing? Whatever. Um, Young Raven, man in black suit, Azazel. Zoe Zo Kravitz! Oh my god, that was Zoe Kravitz! Sorry, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman in the newest Batman movie. Okay. I loved... Uh, uh, oh my god, she's also Toast the Knowing in Mad Max Fury Road. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize it was Zoe Kravitz. Check that out. Yeah, I guess, you know, you make... The X-Men are one is one of those comic series that has been going since the 60s, basically non-stop in one form or another, and I guess you run out of code names okay. after a while, you know. I mean... But there there was 
a girl that had had a dragonfly, dragonfly wings named Angel. Angel, okay. which is a bit of a cheat, I think. Okay, so now but it's, so before it was a guy with butterfly wings. Uh, actual like bird, bird angel wings. style wings okay. that you would see. Okay, so it was like a much a, more of a literal like code a name, like but. This movie, like I said, uh, a younger cast takes over. It's Michael Fassbender as Magneto. It's, um, uh, uh, crap. What's his name? Can't remember his name now. James McAvoy as Xavier. He's got hair in this one. He's not bald. Okay. They make a couple of hair jokes, which Xavier, I think is amazing. What's the one? What, what he is a telepath. He's in the wheelchair at the end of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This movie does that. Uh, 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 how did everybody get to be the way they be yes. thing? And, uh, you know, he he ends up paralyzed from the waist down at the end of the movie. Yes. Um, uh, you actually see the, uh, more into the concentration camp. Yes. That turned Magneto into Magneto. And my personal favorite thing about this movie is this movie came out in 2011 just as Jennifer Lawrence was becoming a thing. Okay. Like, she wasn't really much of anybody before this movie came out. In fact, my, one of my favorite things is even, like, the posters that you see for this movie. Because on the original poster, you know how, like, movie posters have those credit blocks at the bottom, you know, yes. written, directed, here are right. the actors, right. etc. Um, Jennifer Lawrence's name isn't even on that little credit block. Wow. It's a whole bunch of other people credited, but not her. And then that same year, I want to say, the Hunger Games movie comes out. Okay. And by the time, like, like as time wears on and the DVD uh, uh, and Blu-rays come out for this movie, all of a sudden Jennifer Lawrence is front and center right. on all the marketing. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, good for her for spinning this into a career. From what I understand, she absolutely despised doing the blue bodysuit makeup. Which I get. It's horrifyingly objectifying. Yeah. Um, still a weird decision. It's In fact, it's even weirder and even more gross because at the beginning of the movie you see young Mystique and they make the decision to put, I believe, a 10-year-old actress in that blue naked bodysuit. I think we both went... Ah, yeah, really? Uh, you know, I mean, just I didn't know it was this kind of movie. She's a shapeshifter. I'm sure she can manifest sweatpants yeah. somehow. Yeah, I mean, really? like, come yeah. on. That she was... she wears like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like um, it's like a white bikini top and uh, a cape like bikini bottoms in the comics. It's not great, but it's so much better than. Naked. I was like, come on, Yeah, dude. a simulated naked 10-year-old girl. I don't... Uh, let's move on with this conversation to something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so good for Jennifer Lawrence for spending this into uh, 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 a career. And for, for what it's worth, she does start to wear a lot more clothes as the series progresses. Um, but the grand joke here is, I don't think we're going to watch too many more of the X-Men movies because there's only like two or three left that are good. Okay. Um, uh, 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 so what's interesting to me about this movie, just in terms of like current context, is I showed Bex uh, the first two Terminator movies this past yes. weekend. They've never seen any of the Terminators. Okay. And in fact, I got to live through them. They managed to dodge the plot point that... Arnold's the good guy in the second movie. Yeah. So when he shows up and is just like, get down and shoots the bad Terminator, yes. 
like they lost their mind. It's like he's the good guy now. Like yeah. I never thought I'd be able to see that because like Arnold being the good guy Terminator is like so omnipresent in culture. Right. We talked about Terminator previously, yeah. but what's interesting to me about because this weekend I watched T1, T2, and then X-Men First Class. Each of these three movies have heavy nuclear anxiety. And yesterday morning, I woke up at like 7 a.m. hearing sirens. And my first thought was, well, it's been a good run. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, yeah, all once, right. Once those bombs fall, uh, well, there'll be missiles. Yeah. Be missiles. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. help that T2 has an ultra-realistic depiction of the the immediate effects of a nuclear bomb being yeah. dropped. So it's like, ah, oh, this wasn't my intention. Yeah. Oh, God. Did anything stand out to you this time around for uh, X-Men First Class? I really or? like, just like the, um, um, Star, check the Star Trek one with the young crew. I really liked it uh, because, I, I don't know, you just got to see a lot of background. You got to see um, uh, the kids seem more innocent or more uh, likable or believable or something than, than their adult uh, characters. I mean, not a whole lot, but it's just yeah. fun to see the young versions of these uh, um, X-Men, X-People. Yeah, X you, you, X-People. Um, uh, that sounds wrong. You, you really get to see the world through their eyes yeah. in this movie as opposed to going through Wolverine. Yeah. As a, although I did, we both loved Wolverine's cameo in this yes. movie. He shows up for eight seconds yes. and uh, tells everybody to uh, go fuck themselves, yeah. which is... Yes. That's how you use Wolverine. Yeah, Come on. Of course. Yeah, that's Wolverine. Um, yeah, so I really like that aspect of it. It does feel a bit of a mess overall. Like, there's the bones of a really good movie in this, but I personally think it's really sloppily done. The accents always bother me in this movie because, uh, like, the two leads, I believe they're both Irish or Scottish, if memory serves correctly. And their native accents keep coming in and out. Seem okay. to, it's not like within lines of dialogue, like a, a, an actor's accent normally would slip, but it's scene to scene. Like they couldn't decide what day to do what. Okay. And uh, that's always bothered me to no end. Um, they started off shooting like they were doing imitations of Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, and then that faded over time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's irritating. Um... But yeah, I like the younger kids. I'm excited to show you the next one in the series, which is Days of Future Past, because you get... It's a time travel movie, so you get the old oh, cast great. and the new cast. Yes, of course. And it's also, again, more Wolverine-centric. Yes. Oh, and I think it... I think... That'll be our first movie we cover with a uh, now openly trans actor. Um, uh, 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 they're going by uh, Elliot Page these days, but... Um, at the time, they identified as a woman, and, you know, uh, oh, how time passes. And I'm which, excited to see which that. which one's that one? Uh, the next one we're watching, Days no, I mean, of Future which, Past. Which character? That character is, um, ah, God, what's the, okay, the character's name is Kitty Pride. She goes by Shadowcat, okay. and the character, she, is depicted by an actor who now goes by he, so I'm going to slip up. You know, okay. as a trans girl, that's going to be weird for me to keep up with, but we'll we'll roll with it as best we can. I'm not trying to dead name or anything like that, but um, it's kind of interesting. Um, the character of Shadowcat, she can walk through walls. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're gonna love. You're gonna love yeah. that crap. It's gonna. Yeah. They use that to great effect. Um, it's it's kind of awesome. Um, oh God, what else is there? I think the. Um, I think that. Um, okay, which which is your favorite? If you could have one of the X powers. Oh, I. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the telepathic one. The telepathic. Yeah, is that the the mind reader, right? Yes, telepathic is being able to read and or control minds. Telekinesis is the ability to manipulate physical space with your mind. Like, that's lifting rocks and crap. So, um... I want to read minds. You want to read minds? Oh, man. Well, I don't know. That might be creepy. I... Yeah. Yeah. Therein lies a lot of ethical difficulties. Yeah. what? Is that what you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You jerk? That's why it's like... And also, it's an ongoing issue, and we'll see this in Logan once we get to it. That'll kind of cap off our X-Men run. But um, what happens when the world's most powerful telepath gets dementia? Whoa. Yeah! That is a fun science fiction concept to to bat around. I think I personally would like the Wolverine healing factor. Like, the metal bones are one thing, the the claws are another thing, but the healing Healing factor, factor that's kind of what I'm interested in, because I have the tendency to beat myself up constantly. I was reaching for a set of calipers at work yesterday. They were at my 2 o'clock, they were waist level, they were a foot away from me. I reached out my hand, and I pulled my back. And it's just like, I, I, I hate this. I hate this uh, so much. Man. I had to do like five minutes of stretching. Oh, man. I wasn't even doing anything cool. I'm so mad at myself for the stupid 36-year-old body slowly disintegrating. If, um, wait, if, if you got the Wolverine's healing powers, I mean, do you get the whole package? You got to have the claws and all that stuff? That's, like, that, you don't, it, you know, it always you comes into... Wait, wait. Okay, since, okay, since, okay. Since, <laughs> since, we, since we made this up, we can make up rules. Exactly. Okay, so, yeah. Okay. I mean, if I'm if I'm like not screwing around, if I were to have a set of superpowers, I just want to be a Jedi. Ooh. That's what I'd want. It being Ooh. completely honest, well, you, you got you got the low level telepathy yes. that you can do the Jedi mind trick. You've got telekinesis. You've got like depending on what you know uh, uh, movies you're watching, you've got crazy acrobatic skills. Yes. Um, and uh, and yeah, gee, yeah. Just Jedi. That would be pretty cool. But then I'd also, of course, want the laser sword to go with it. But, you know, I think I'd be able to make a convincing, a pretty convincing (laughs) Jedi with just a regular sword, even. You know what I mean? But, like, that's always, like, the ongoing debate. You'd have to have a suite of related powers to make one of these powers work. Like, Superman, super strength, okay. But if you grip, like, he's always shown lifting an airplane or whatever like that. If you're... Just a, a locomotive. Yeah. If you're gripping something like that in just one specific spot, the locomotive or the plane or the boat or something, it's just going to snap in half. Okay. So you'd have to have, like, a kind of very low-level localized telekinesis to make sure you're lifting the whole thing. Yeah. You're getting into a whole lot of nonsense uh, when you enter into territory like that. So if we're just keeping it absolutely simple and you're just going with one, I'd like the super healing. Yes. Yeah, but if you're getting the sweet Jedi, Jedi all the yeah. way, come on. Yeah, but now you're bumping movies. I mean. Come on. Um, I mean, really, you could just say Jean Grey, and that covers the telekinesis and the telepathy now, as well. So. Now, who's the guy that, that, that disappears and reappears? This uh, Nightcrawler, yeah, who you called Earthworm, Earthworm last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so close. 
Earthworm. Yeah, which one's Earthworm? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Like, like what? What Nightcrawler-ish stuff do you get? Out so, of? I th- in, in in like the canon of X Men, he's not exactly teleporting, quote unquote. He's actually warping himself into an alternate hell dimension, moving through the space of that hell dimension, and then reappearing back at, in ours in a relative location. To, okay. Which is why, like, you know, apparently he smells like freaking brimstone okay. or whatever when he disappears and reappears. I'm like, w- 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 okay, 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 sure, what? Um, but he does it so fast. I mean, he can go poof, 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 poof. Yeah, yeah, forth, it's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, whole episodes that of TV be have been cool. based around that. That might be pretty cool. Yeah. Is anybody, um, does anybody, uh, any X people um, do invisibility? Yes. I cannot yet. think of that off the top of my head. Because, I, mean, I know, like, one. Xavier and whatnot can render himself invisible, essentially, just by, like, clouding people's minds okay. and whatnot. Um, the only person that's really occurring to me isn't even an X-Man. It's um, the Invisible Woman from the Fantastic Four, okay. who got um, their superpowers in the pre-X-Men Stan Lee way of like, they were hit by radioactive space rays and became the Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> Stan Lee's yeah, like that's my a thing. Stan Lee's like my favorite like pitch man. Yeah. Uh, um, like, what if they were just born like that? <laughs> um, I saw a fly walking on the wall and thought, wouldn't it be nice if you could just walk along the wall like a fly? But that sounds kind of dumb, so I made him Spider-Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> These are all, like, I'm paraphrasing, but these are all, like, true stories. I, like, Stan attended Baltimore Comic-Con a few times, so I got to see him reiterate some of these stories in person. Oh, cool. It was mostly people walking up to the mic and being like, oh, I love your Stan Lee, thank yeah. you for these characters. And I wanted to be like, Stan, you could essentially declare war on a small country right now, and yeah. this whole army in this convention hall would follow you would into fight, oblivion. Fight for you, yes. Essentially, yeah. I should post that picture on Twitter, but I got photobombed by Stan Lee in 2012. I was dressed as Tony Stark at Baltimore Comic-Con, okay. and I was photobombing a Captain America and Red Skull. And then we hear a voice behind us, Stan, you're going to want to get in on this. And we've just got Stan Lee right That's behind right. us. That's so cool. It was unreal. Shook his hand, very soft hands. Um, he gave... Big long hugs to all the girls dressed in costume. Of course he of did. Of course he did. Mm. Yes. I'm not gonna. Mm. Yes. Um. Oh boy. But yeah, I met Stan Lee. Come on, uh, give, Stan, give him a break. Unreal. He earned it. Unreal. We gotta watch. I'm sure the not, girls were repulsed. I really want to do one of these podcasts like live at a comic con, right? Because I think you know our audience isn't that big. But if yeah. you just slap, hey, we're good. It's like this dope and this dope are going to talk about uh, a movie in front of a live audience. I'm saving the animated movie Spider Man into the Spider Verse for okay. that because Dad, that movie's going to blow your mind okay. when That's it comes it. to it's animated. It's animated. Okay. It's uh, uh, it won best animated feature. Um, cool. Uh, 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 the, uh, the, the, the people that made it went on to make the newer Netflix movie, Mitchells vs. the Machines, um, uh, and now they're working on the sequel series, uh, uh, to, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Awful titles! Spider-Man Into the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yeah, it's a terrible you know, name. Like, really, it's kind of awkward. It's, the next one is called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. That's, I... That's the worst title I think really? I can think of. Really? 
It's just, they're great. It's a great movie. But that title, no, it's just, it's awful. Days of Future Past, at least, like, is intriguing. Yeah, but, but um, uh, this, this Spider-Verse one, that just came out recently, right? Uh, November of 2018. Oh, so okay. more recenter. You're thinking of another Spider-Man movie because the live-action Spider-Man movies, thanks to uh, 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 contract nonsense, we have to have a new live-action Spider-Man movie every two years now. Oh, okay. Which is irritating as all hell to me. And of course, the latest Spider-Man movie had three friggin' Spider-Men in it. It's like, not everything needs to be the Avengers. Stop it. Just make a movie with a superhero. Yeah. Which is why I'm so excited that, like, the Netflix Marvel shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, yes. they're all on Disney Plus now. Yes. Um, so they're going to be exposed to a whole new audience. And those are just very simple, character-focused shows. Yes. They're not... There's one major crossover event. It's called The Defenders. It lasts eight episodes. And I think, personally, it's perfect television. Okay. But it's... Not everything needs to be the Avengers. Stop okay. it. Just let me see Daredevil in a hallway fighting 20 dudes. I don't need to see yeah. sky portals yes. and a billion minions. Whatever. So, Did you have any questions about First Class? Nope. A lot okay. of fun. Good. Uh, fun, fun seeing the young, young uh, versions uh, and uh, fun talking about what uh, X, X power you'd like to have. Yep. Uh, I'm going to think about it. But Well, just, there's going to be even more X powers next week, so nice. buckle up, Buttercup. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, that's a big old giant movie. Um, otherwise, I'm HD Lickner on Twitter, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. Um, thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song, Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our artwork. The comic's coming back sometime in the next few weeks, I want to say, sometime early April. So keep an eye out for that. That's exciting. Uh, Dad, take us away. Uh, a rainy day here in the Mid-Atlantic in the United States of America in Dog Kennel Studios with our doggies. Um... But uh, spring is on the way, and it makes you feel good, uh, feel good about each other, take care of each other. Uh, the poor bastards over there in Ukraine, I'm so sorry for you. I wish I could reach out and grab you and pull you here or something to safety. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Russian people, uh, tell your guy Putin to back off or do something, I don't know, because I know you don't believe in this crap. Um, and uh, take care of each other. Thanks. Bye.